The struggle is real and it never seems to end. Dealing with the pain, confusion, and overwhelm of grief is compounded with the fight for your faith. See, nothing in life will test your faith like death. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when we question him, it isn't because he's changed or harmed us. Our questions, our anger with God come because our view of him changes. We question because we don't understand, because we hurt, because we're grieving. But we cannot forget his character and love toward us. Dealing with emotions we've never felt makes holding on to our faith so hard. So in this episode, we'll talk about the difference between our feelings and faith and how not to lose your faith because of your feelings. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. It is stormy today, so we're going to play it safe and stay inside. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I want you to feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Serbia, our spotlight country. In the U.S., North Carolina still remains at the top with the most downloads this week. Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 75 countries now. This tells me that there's a need to talk about grief and that it's felt throughout the world. So know that whatever country or state you're in, you are not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. I know there are new listeners each week, so if that's you, welcome to a podcast you never wanted to need. I'm glad you're here because it tells me that you're taking the steps towards your healing. Now for you new listeners, if you hear me talk about Monica, her faith or her death, and you want some more information, just go to my website, grief2greatday.com, and click on the book tab. Her faith journey throughout the last six months of her life were unreal, and her death changed me. She is the reason that you are listening to me today. In this podcast, we talk about understanding grief, processing daily life, and growing your faith. So if you're just starting your journey, I want you to know that life will change. It will not always hurt like this. It's important for you to hear that often because there are many days that you won't believe it. Now, this is not to say that you'll stop missing your loved one because you won't, but you will be able to breathe, to laugh, and to live again. So last week, I talked to those of you who were really struggling you wish you could say you're taking it day by day, but right now, 
you're taking this grief thing minute by minute or hour by hour. The days, the pain and being disoriented overwhelm your every day and you need a freaking break. I shared with you that I was in that place, but I surrendered and allowed God to do his thing and everything changed. So what does surrender look like and how do you get there when you feel too much or you feel nothing at all? I challenged you with the journey work to put your faith, confidence, hope in what God promises, his truths found in the Bible, and to stay in close communication with the Lord, regardless of what anger or confusion is in your heart. He can handle your humanness and it will keep you in relationship with God because he's the only one who can give you purpose and change your life today and next week. We'll go a little deeper and talk about our faith and feelings and how to trust God over what we're feeling. And that's a hard one. So as we begin, it's important for me to start with a statement. Faith and feelings are two very different things. However, sometimes we'll base our faith on how we feel, and that's not going to help you. After going through Monica's illness with her and watching her faith, I actually despised the word faith. See, what I saw was pain and swelling, inability to breathe, and ultimately, she was bedbound and unable to move. Yet every day, she was thanking God for the blessings in her life, for the people around her who loved her, and for allowing her to love on others. She thanked God for her healing, even when her words were a whisper. What I saw was what the cancer was doing to her body, her physical body. What she saw was what God was doing in her heart. Every day until she went unconscious, she said, we had a great day, didn't we? I watched her daily struggle and how God did not reward that crazy faith. I saw the opportunity for a mind-blowing testimony wasted Yep, I told God that he wasted a chance for people to be brought to him through her. I laugh now because (laughs) apparently I knew better than God what should have happened. See, what I rehearsed was the pain she endured and my inability to help her. My first year of grief was a fight around the why questions, specifically why she had a faith that didn't heal her. And I fought to have any kind of faith for my own life because I did despise the word faith and the hope that I thought, well, the false hope I thought it brought to people. In church and, you know, in your friend circle, sometimes you talk about, you just got to have faith. And I felt like people were just throwing that word around without an inkling of what it really meant and what it really looked like. But... In the second year of my grief, I studied faith. (laughs) If I don't understand why, I'm going to study it. I studied faith. I studied what it meant and the power God has given us. If only we'll grab hold of it. Now our feelings or emotions, they are up and down in general. But in grief, those ups and downs are off the chain. The depth of the lows is incredibly steep and sometimes takes a lot of work to come out of those valleys. Our emotions, however, are not truth. 
this is the most important thing I can tell you today. Our emotions are our interpretations of circumstances, and in grief they can be especially inaccurate. Faith is not a neat emotion when things are going well. Faith exists above circumstances. In other words, it's not at all dependent on circumstances. The word of the week is Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is about hope, about a confidence in God for the things you cannot yet see. I'm only on Facebook to check our private Facebook group, but a lot of times I have to scroll past other people's posts. That happened the other day, and I saw where someone posted how blessed they were because they were given gifts from their children and friends for Mother's Day. The post ended with, God is so good. See, that sounds nice. However, from the same person, I have also seen posts on how difficult life is, how no one understands how they're exhausted from being the giver all the time. And at the end of those posts, I never see God is good. I want to judge that so bad. (laughs) But isn't that how we all treat God at some point? When our lives are good, then God is good. If someone else's life is rough, then we try to encourage them and tell them God is good. But let God mess with our lives. Let our plans get derailed and let our lives get flipped upside down. And let's see how much we say God is good. After Monica died, I certainly didn't walk around saying, I am blessed. God is good. Thank you, Jesus. But shouldn't I have? Isn't that separate from what I went through? See, he was the same God a week before we learned that Monica had stage four cancer. As he was the week after we knew. But how I viewed him changed drastically in those weeks. Did God cause Monica's cancer, her pain, or suffering? No. These things happen because we live in an imperfect and fallen world. But did God allow it to happen? Yes, he did. And that's where my issues with him and faith came from. In the hard moments, I forgot the character of God. I blamed him for allowing the pain and suffering, and I lost sight of all he had brought me through in my, at that time, 43 years. The cross lost its transformational power because Monica wasn't healed. Isaiah 53.3 says, But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. This verse, it stopped having any meaning to me. Why is it that we don't expect miracles as the default? When someone like Monica has that level of faith, why do we call it crazy or say she's in denial? Monica died believing she was physically healed. So if God didn't heal her, does that mean he doesn't heal? Now I'm going to leave you with that question for this week. Next week, we're going to continue this discussion And I'm going to share a practical action you can take to go from overwhelmed with emotions to confident trust in God. Now, this is not a light switch. I mean, sometimes it can be, but in general, it's not a light switch. You're not going to be healed overnight, but you will begin to see changes at the level that you do this. So what this will look like in your life is functioning in daily life better, 
having glimpses of something beyond the pain and moving forward with purpose. If you're ready to take a brave step towards your healing, there's help available. Grief to Gray Day offers free and paid faith-based resources so you can join the private Facebook group. You don't have to suffer in silence anymore. Be a part of a group of faith-filled women who get it in a way the world can't. The daily pain and struggle of grief is not denied here, but faith paves the way for hope in this group. You can download the free Loss, Grief, and Healing Seminar. This is the best faith-based introduction of what to expect in your grief journey. Download the seminar if you want a reason to hope and learn how to heal. Today is not your forever and you are not alone. You can also purchase grief coaching. If you're looking for one-to-one support to figure out your next best step, or if you want to understand where you are in the grief process, or you just need accountability in taking those healing steps, these one-hour grief coaching sessions are the answer for you. You can also purchase the workshop called The First Year of Grief, How to Survive with Hope and Heal. This workshop is the action-oriented step-taking program you need to give you foundational tools to navigate your grief in the first year especially. Remember, time itself does not heal all wounds. You have to take steps. In this workshop, you'll discover how to pursue God even when you don't want to pray. You'll understand the roller coaster of grief so you know what's normal and what to expect. You will learn to process daily life with practical help to get you through those I can't get out of the bed days and you'll find where to seek support because I'll share grief resources that are best for you. Look, I've walked this journey and never thought I could be happy again. But God, he restored my joy and gave me a calling. So no matter how dark and hopeless your day is today, this can be your story too. It is my great joy to help you get there. Your safe place for all things grief can be found on the website, Grief, the number two, greatday.com. This includes all the resources I just shared and, in addition, the Grief to Great Day podcast and the book, Dying to be Healed. Regardless of where you are right now, you can breathe, laugh, and live again. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.